Hi, I'm Ayala Chipley, and you're listening to Get Out of Bed, Out of Your Head. I've spent the last 12 years of my life struggling with anxiety and depression. I see a therapist, read books, talk to people. I do all the things someone's supposed to do. But in between those therapy sessions, I used to feel so alone and so anxious that I didn't even know how to begin to help myself. I have figured out some of the key things to getting a grip on my everyday anxiety and depression, but I'm still on a journey because anxiety is never just done and over with. How do I do it? How do I feel like I'm not alone in this anymore? This podcast will talk about the secrets that top experts in the mental health field use to get through everyday life without anxiety, allowing you to have more purpose. So today I want to talk about guilt and saying no. So last week, I well, this past week, I guess, I didn't record any podcasts or post any Facebook Lives, and I'm going to explain why. So I ended up having a ruptured cyst, and I was in the hospital, and then I was back home at my parents' house. Like, I was only in the hospital for a few hours, but then I was back home at my parents' house, but like in significant pain all week, and I didn't get out of bed for literally four days. However, side note, this was the first time I didn't get out of bed for physical health reasons, though mentally I was totally fine, just in pain. But the point is that I felt super guilty for saying no to this, even though I was doing it for myself and gave myself the rest I needed to feel better. But like, it was really hard for me and like I felt a lot of guilt and anxiety around this. And this isn't the only time this shows up for me, like for guilt and anxiety around saying no. I feel guilt when I say to no, no to like plants and that gives me anxiety because it feels like I let people down and the thing I've most struggled with this year and feel most guilty for is like not checking my work phone that my clients text me on when I'm on breaks from school or on the weekends and I'm not allowed to according to my supervisor because of risk and stuff but I still feel so so guilty about this that I can't like be there for them. And that's really hard. And this is obviously a much deeper-seated issue for me. And it comes back to having healthy boundaries. And it's something I really struggle with. Like saying no gives me anxiety. And I feel guilt around it. And literally this week I felt so guilty about saying no to, to, to recording that I didn't listen to like the podcast that I really like that pumped me up and filled me with energy and happiness because it would make me feel more guilt and anxiety that I wasn't working and doing my podcast and working on my business. So this is something I'm currently struggling with, how to say no and not feel the guilt and anxiety around it. And this has been an issue for me for as long as I can remember. And I think it I think it really started coming up when I became aware of it last year. I was in my first year of social work school and I would answer my clients' calls at like 7 in the morning And then I would tell my professor that I was doing this when we were talking about like things that were hard for us. And I would say, well, I'm answering calls at seven in the morning. And she would be like, Ayala, you have to set boundaries. And she'd tell me like they lived before you, they will live after you. And it's something I worked on all year. And I still have to this year. I think it took me until like two months into working at my field placement for graduate school this year to turn my work phone notifications off at 6 p.m. because of the guilt I felt for for not being there. And it causes me anxiety because I feel like that's my responsibility. Like I need to be there for them. And even like having to leave jobs that 
that gives me so much anxiety. So I would push it and push it and push it and and it's so not good for me. So what do I do about it is the real thing. It's the real question. So I start doing the actions of setting the boundaries, even though the feelings haven't necessarily changed yet. And the anxiety for for the job and turning my notifications off and saying no to that for myself has gotten easier. But I started with changing my actions and then my feelings started to change and my thoughts started to change too. So the thing is now I have this business where it's relying on me and I had to say no and not work this week and it was new for me. And I did say no and I did set the boundary, but the feelings didn't change. But I know feelings are about habit and I needed to change the habit and then the thoughts and the feelings will change around it because that's what happens that's what happened with work for me. All of our anxieties and starting new things and stuff are about are about habituation. Like why do things get easier? Because you do it over and over again until it just becomes a thing, not something super big and scary. And I always have to remind myself of this and and I like I go back to this story because I feel like this is how I can deal with it. So I was originally terrified to do Facebook lives. I remember having the fight like right before my podcast launched on the phone with Parker, my podcast manager. And he was like, I yell it. You have to do it. Your podcast launches tomorrow. No one's going to listen if you don't do this. And I remember fighting with him back on the phone being like, nope, not happening, not happening. I am not going Facebook live. I can't do it. It gives me anxiety, even though that's what I talk about on this podcast. And he goes, you have to. And I said, no, I'm not going to. And then I did it. And the first time it was really hard. And then the next time it was easier and the next and the next until it was just whatever. Okay, I'm going to go live now and it doesn't give me anxiety anymore. But So the point of that story is just to explain that feelings and thoughts can change with a behavior. And I usually say let's change the thoughts to change the feelings and the behavior But you can also change a behavior to habituate yourself to it. And then the thoughts and the feelings change too. So what I need to change are the behaviors around my boundaries. And then I know that the thoughts and the feelings will change too because I've done it before. It's just a new part of it. And I think this was really important to talk about today because it's something that I'm still really struggling with. And I really struggled with it this week saying no and actually not not working on it because I needed to like get better and to heal myself. But especially in my new business where I feel this obligation every single day, but sometimes other things need to come first. Like for me, this was my health. So I said no and I didn't record and I didn't go live and I because I needed to put the boundary there and it felt bad and anxiety producing and I felt the guilt that I felt like I was letting people down. But sometimes you have to put like I had to put myself first. So going into the new year, like I think my new year's resolution is going to be working on my healthy boundaries because it's something really hard for me. But I think it's really important to work on for myself. And it's something that a lot of people struggle with setting boundaries and saying no and the the feelings of guilt and anxiety around it. But I think it's something that can be worked on like you change the behavior and the thoughts and the feelings change. It's happened before to me, I can do it again. So That's my New Year's resolution, and I think that saying no and setting boundaries is just really, really important. Thank you for listening in and joining me on this journey 
help uncover tips to help the everyday and in-between anxiety moments and struggles that can feel so overwhelming. This affects so many people, so think about someone who can benefit from this journey as well to help them live a less anxious life and tell them to listen in and join us together. I love helping people who are struggling with anxiety and want to change. The change to be able to understand your anxiety and have tangible tools at your fingertips to not be controlled by your anxiety every day. So go on to anxietyhackertoolbox.com to receive the first chapter of the Anxiety Hacker Toolbox that will give you the ways to understand your anxiety, control your panic attacks, and live in the present right now for free.